It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, with you for another episode of the Steelers' Burning Question. The Pittsburgh Steelers are preparing for week three of the NFL preseason, which, as everyone knows, is considered the quote-unquote final dress rehearsal for all the starters to play. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a lot of other stuff here on this burning question, as well as answering your questions towards the end of the show. Now, I want to do something new today before I even talk about the burning question to get the conversation going for those that are watching live on YouTube. And if you didn't know we had a YouTube channel, you can go to YouTube, search BTSC Steelers Radio and subscribe so that you get all seven of our shows every single week during the season. I'd like to know where you are watching from. That's all. Where are you watching? Are you watching from the friendly confines of the 412 area code that would be none other than Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? Or maybe you're like me and you're in enemy territory, Maryland. Yes, Ravens country. That's where I reside. That's kind of where BTSC's headquarters is now located. So in the live chat, I think it's really cool just to take the time and see where are you watching from? I'll mention a couple of these as we go. For instance, Mark Davison. That's a, This is awesome. I love this feature on StreamYard for those that are on YouTube can actually show these on uh, the screen. So Mark Davison, he's from Australia. He's watching from Australia. That's pretty cool. Getting done with Bo, big fan of the show. He's obviously the winner of one of our contests this offseason. He's watching from California. It's always cool to have other people from all over. we got a state college, um, Santa Ana, South Carolina, North Carolina, California. 
Waverly, Pennsylvania. It's really, really cool to see where everyone is. And so there's a lot of people that are in the live chat right now, and they might be saying, oh, man, this person that's always in the live chat, I didn't know they lived in the same city as me. And maybe you have a little connection. That'd be pretty cool. A lot of people from the West Coast. So good to see everybody. Welcome back to another episode, and we'll continue to read through some of these as we go. Oh, there's someone not too far from me in Newport, Delaware. Um, is getting bent with both. Says, gotta love the power of the internet. Absolutely. Uh, the internet can be absolutely nightmarish at times, and we've seen that on more than one occasion on these shows when we've tried to transition over to YouTube. It's also really, really cool for a lot of reasons, and this being one of them. Okay, week three. Everyone wants to talk about the game coming up, and we will talk about the game coming up, but that's not what I wanted to talk about today. I want to talk about something a little bit different. And what I, that was is I want to talk about Joe Hayden and the biggest report that, obviously, he is the only person. Now, this is from Ed Bouchette, who's now of the Athletic, formerly of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, that he's the only player on the current roster that's going to be facing free agency after 2019 that is going to be get, getting a look at possibly getting a new contract, period. So that means that all the 2000 and, you know, all those players at the end of their rookie deals, which is the 2016 draft class. So Artie Burns, who didn't have his fifth year option picked up, um, Sean Davis, Javon Hargrave, those are the big three. The Steelers are basically saying, look, we're not going to talk about contracts right now. We're focusing on Joe Hayden. And it makes sense. It does. Business decisions need to be made, and sometimes those business decisions can be tough decisions to make. So while the, some of you may think that this is a very clear-cut answer, it might not be. So the Pittsburgh Steelers cleared a little over $3 million earlier this offseason when they restructured Stefan Tuitt's contract. Now, a lot of people were wondering at that time, well, what exactly are they going to do with that money? Well, that is not a lot of money in NFL standards, in NFL terms with the rising cost of player acquisitions. So everyone assumed, myself included, that Joe Hayden's contract extension would give them more money. Joe Hayden is due roughly $11 million on the salary cap in 2019. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for a player on the wrong side of 30. It's a player that really has not been super healthy throughout his career, and that includes his time with Pittsburgh. Last year was pretty solid in terms of health, but if you look back at his statistics since being drafted by the Cleveland Browns, last year is more of an aberration than the norm. So let's try to keep our black and gold glasses off for a second and think as businessmen and women right now. This is difficult to do for some people, but we're going to try it. So you look at Joe Hayden, you look at $11 million, and you say, should his new contract or his contract extension be a priority for the Steelers? And that's a difficult question to answer because you could eat the $11 million this year. You could part ways with Hayden next year, or you could try to wait and see how he performs this year and maybe get him cheaper next year. Because you have to remember, and this is something that I wrote in the article today when Ed released his report, and I did an article on that report, is that the Steelers will still have control over all of these players, Hargrave, Davis, Hayden, um, Burns, Bud Dupree even. 
until the new league year starts. And up until that time, they are allowed to negotiate new contracts once the season is over. So those people that think that, oh my gosh, they're not re-signing Javon Hargrave, no one's saying that. They're saying that they're going to wait until after the season, then they'll address it. And likely, they want to wait and see what kind of pay they're going to give these people. Bud Dupree is the perfect example. He has never accrued more than seven sacks in his career. He's a first-round draft pick. If he goes out this year and has double-digit sacks, the Steelers, if they want to keep him, they're going to have to pony up some money because outside linebackers or edge pass rushers in the NFL that can accrue double-digit sacks are not common. With that being said, if he goes out and has a very average season for Bud Dupree standards, has about five, six, six and a half sacks, the Steelers can offer him a low ball deal and say, look, you've never really performed that well. You can test the free agent waters, but this deal you're going to find is pretty fair. So what do they do with Hayden? They could eat the money. They could say, we're going to pay him his $11 million this year, and we're going to bite the bullet this season. And then next year, not only is Hayden's $11 million off the books, but so is Antonio Brown's Mr. Third and Fifth, as we call him here on these programs. Mr. Third and Fifth, his money will be off. His dead cap space will be cleared, and he will be, he will be able to think about the cap space that they would have without those two players on the books. But does Joe Hayden's performance on the field trump anything that relates to just a strictly business decision? That's the tough question here. So should it be a priority? In my opinion, Joe Hayden's extension should and should and I think is a priority for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to tell you why. First and foremost, if I'm the Steelers, I am trying to negotiate a brand new contract. I am not interested in hearing Joe Hayden wanting an extension. Why? I don't want to pay him $11 million in 2019, period. With this being said, okay, so 2019, I want to get that cap number down. Let's say we can get it to from $11 million to, I'll go with $5 million. Getting him $5 million. That's what I'd like to see. So now you're saving $6 million this year. Combine that with the two at money, which is a little over three, and you've now created almost $10 million in cap space. Now Lance Williams chimes in, and this is a great question, and says, why would he take less? He's not taking less. He's going to get that money, the same money that he would be getting this season in a signing bonus. He's not going to lose any money. He'll still make $11 million this season, and it would be still have him in the upper echelon of cornerbacks, average making the, what they make per year. He's at the upper tier of that in terms of pay. So I say, look, we want to bring you a new deal. We're going to give you a new three-year contract. We're going to burn up the old one. You're still going to get your $11 million due this year because we backloaded his contract when they picked him up as a free agent when the Browns ditched him. So here's what I want to do. I get $5 million base salary for this season. You get $6 million in a signing bonus. You're going to cut his, his, his cap hit down, and then I'm going to obviously extend it out over the next two years after that. Make sure that you're giving him the money backloaded again, but that's going to be when Antonio Brown's money is off the books. 
we'll see what happens. Now, Lance is chiming in saying he wants 11 point plus five, meaning he wants the 11 million that he's due this year plus five. That's when I say, you know what, buddy? been fun it's been real but you know what i could do is i could take the money i would save on you next year and antonio brown's money off the books and i could go find somebody else i could get a free agent i could get a steven nelson type i could hope that someone maybe it's Artie burns kind of resurrects his career plays well and they give him a very team-friendly deal i'm not suggesting here don't go off don't go crazy in the live chat that I don't. I don't think that they're saying that. I'm not suggesting that Ant- that Artie Burns is the next answer. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying that there's going to be players available that will be cheaper than Joe Hayden, who, like I said, is on the wrong side of 30. I would not give him any deal longer than three years. Period. I just don't have any interest in giving him a long-term deal because I don't trust his health as it is. I won't trust it as he gets older either. So for me. That's what I would do. Is it a priority, which is the ultimate burning question here right now? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I definitely do think it's a priority. I don't think they should be dealing with Hargrave and Davis and Dupree. Why? But Dupree's getting over $9 million this year anyways. Why do you need to renegotiate with him when he's proven hardly anything in terms of value? All the other players on the rookie deals, you're getting them on the cheap. So this is where the business decision has to come in. If you're an owner of the team, if you're a general manager, I want Sean Davis and Javon Hargrave on the cheapest deal possible. Why? Because I know that I'm going to have to make sure that I pay them next year. So why would I try to give them a new deal, which is going to come with new money, new incentives, and all that stuff? I say, do what they're doing right now. I support what they're doing right now. You'll deal with Hargrave. You'll deal with Davis. You'll deal with Dupree, Burns, anyone else. After this season, Joe Hayden is the number one person to deal with right now. But it has to be the right deal. If what Lance is saying, 11 plus 5, and I construed that the right way, that he wants his $11 million this year plus 5, I don't think so. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I don't think so at all. No, no, no way. I don't believe it. I think the Steelers can find his replacement. They'll ride it out this year. But I think a deal is going to get done. I'll be curious to see what the numbers are. Now, Felicia chimes in. She's a big fan of the show. She gives us $5 in the tip jar. She says, Dave, you're the man. The go-to guy, win or lose, I'll put my last buck on you, not mad on any advice. Hey, Lance. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Felicia. For those that are watching or listening and they're like, what is this super chat feature? What is this tip jar that they talk about? Essentially, what it is is you can donate money to the show. You don't have to, but you can. And we appreciate all the money that anyone decides to give their hard-earned money to us. <laughs> I've said it before on other shows that we obviously are going to try to regurgitate this into uh, you know, some giveaways like uh, the um, David DeCastro autograph football, which, by the way, you can still get in that Survivor League. Don't forget that. Go to the site we just published. We just bumped that article up. It's right on the first big block on the scene behind the steelcurtain.com. 
all the details that you need. We are now into our third Survivor League. We have three survivors. So we have over 200 people signed up. Last person standing wins that football free. No strings attached. You don't have to subscribe to our channel. You don't have to follow us on Twitter. You don't have to like us on Facebook. We just want to have some fun. We want to have some fun with you, and we're giving away an autographed football of an all-pro player, David DeCastro. So Dave Dave Schofield, I did my piece. Don't, you know, don't yell at me later. So check it out. Okay, so I think personally that Hayden is a priority. What do you think? That's a question. So go ahead if you're in the live chat. Fire away your answers. I'll throw some of the best ones up, and then we'll get into our Q&A to end out the show, which is always fun, especially with week three of the preseason coming up. I'm sure you have a lot of questions. So for me, I'm curious to see what you guys are looking forward to seeing on this Sunday night. Okay, so Darren Dalton says that the Steelers to draft and look at free agency for cornerbacks next year. I think that's always an issue, but you have to ask yourself, are they going to be able to find someone that can actually stick? You know, Steven Nelson, the the book is still out. You look at some of the previous defensive backs that they've gotten, Mike Mitchell, nah, average at best. Morgan Burnett, that was a dud all along. Um, and you look at some of the draft picks that they've had and some of the, the deals that they've made, like Cortez Allen and Antoine Blake, whatever he calls himself, Valentino. Um, you know, I, I don't know. So Steelers fan 19 says, uh, how much money the Steelers are going to have next offseason to spend? It's really tough to say because there's so many different factors that tie into salary cap space. Let me give you an example. First and foremost, you have to say, okay, Antonio Brown's money is going to be off the books. That's going to give them a lot of space. Uh, let's say they renegotiate Hayden's contract. That's going to give them more space. Any space that is left over from 2019 automatically rolls over to 2020. So, Let's say they do go out and sign a tight end, which could very well happen. And they sign a tight end, but they still have $5 million left because you never know with, if you're going to need to sign somebody else. And so if that $5 million is never used, it rolls over into their salary cap in 2020. Let's also not forget that there's going to be players that get cut. There's going to be players that don't get re-signed. And there's also going to be one of those situations where – the salary cap always seems to go up. And when it goes up, teams can spend more money, which gives them more salary cap space. On average, it goes up roughly 10%. Sometimes it's a little bit more. It's rarely less. And so you look at it that way and say, well, that's going to be more space for the Steelers to go out and spend some money. So there is no clear-cut answer for that right now as the season goes on and those projections for the salary cap in 2020 come out, that's when you have a better idea as to how much space the Steelers will have. Tyler Bradshaw gives us $1.99 in the tip chart. We appreciate that. He said, Jimmy Smith, Logan, Ryan, Jason, Verrett, free agents, some big names there. But remember, the big-name players are going to come with a big price tag. That's not the Steelers' M.O. Just remember that. Just remember that. Okay, signs here. Uh, Swifty Pool says signing Hayden and extension seems the most sensible, but if at a crazy amount, plan B is free agency. That's what we will do. That's what they seem to always do. I agree with that 100%. Uh, Kree X says we need Hayden. He's still a shutdown corner. A three-year extension is the best I would go. I agree with that 100%. Uh, let's see here. Felicia says, I like Joe, but I'm willing to wait and see what's the best opportunity financially for the team. The Steelers and Omar Khan know what to do. They are not going to go and give any ridiculous contract. 
I think that it's going to be, um, I think it's definitely going to be something to watch. This contract, from what I've kind of picked up, you pick up little bits and pieces here and there. In my opinion, this contract could go down to the witching hour. There's always that crazy story about Troy Polamalu when he signed his second contract with the team that he literally signed on the dotted line in an airport, getting ready to get on a plane and go to their week one game. Now remember, the Steelers do not negotiate contracts once the season starts. So if Polamalu would have got on that plane, no deal would have gotten done until after the season. And so not to suggest it wouldn't have gotten done, it would have. But at the same time, is this could this could be up until the last second, and that's not good for the Steelers, to be honest with you, because the Steelers are going to get this deal done the sooner the better, so that they have an idea as to how much they can spend. Because I do think that they want to get a, a couple more pieces for this team. Number one being tight end, I think that's paramount. They need a tight end bad, and it might have to come via trade. Uh, they're probably not going to get a player that's going to be any type of difference maker from the scrap heap when they cut down from 90 to 53. But I think they want to make some moves, so keep that. Keep your eye out for that. Uh, Kevin DeBoss says, Jeff, can you go over the Steelers' schedule win-loss? Um, if you want in-depth schedule stuff, go back and re- you can go on our YouTube channel. You can find us any podcast platform and go all the way back to – what is it, May, or or it might be late April. Go back to the spring, and you can watch myself, Brian Anthony Davis, and David Schofield. We go through every single week. We give all of our predictions, and we give our end-of-the-season record prediction. I'll give you a hint. Actually, I'll just tell you. I said that they would be 13-3. and I think they're going to have a really good year. So uh, there you go. Um. Let's see here. Any other questions that you might have, obviously go ahead and fire away in the live chat and I'll be glad to answer those. So here we go. Um, 27 Sin City says, I like how people say, oh, we love number 23. That's obviously referring to Joe Hayden. Well, think about it. He is up there in age. What has he done since getting to the Steelers? Two interceptions in two years, two injuries in two years. Those are facts. Those are cold, hard facts. Now, I I won't go ahead and say that he doesn't have a calming influence on the defense, that he isn't a great communicator on the defense, and that when he's not in there, the defense is not as good. I'm not going to say that. There are more important factors to a player's worth to a team than say interceptions or interceptions. Great. Yeah. But if Joe Hayden is blanketing a player and they're always throwing the opposite side of the field, you can't fault him for not getting interceptions. So keep that in mind. Um, let's see here. Steelers fan 19 says that I see steel curtains article on the Steelers quarterback situation. And no, I did not. Um, Lance is saying Lance Williams on Joe Hayden, his base salary is 10 million. You have to give him that as a bonus to even start a conversation. I said that that's what I said, Lance. I said that you have to, I would give him in a bonus, all the money that he was due and maybe a little bit more, but I want to drive down his 2019 cap number period. I'm trying to save cap space. If I'm the Steelers doing this deal. And if he wants a King's ransom, I'm not going to give it to him based on those previously mentioned factors. It's just the way it is. All right. So Isaac says, would you be shocked if the defense outshines the offense this season? Shocked? No. Surprised? Yes. There's 
varying degrees of shock and awe, I guess. And so I would not be shocked, but I would be surprised. I think the Steelers' offense is going to be pretty good. And so in that case, if the Steelers' defense is better, then I think Steelers fans will be very, very happy. So there you have that. Um, Steelers fan 19 says the Steelers will win anywhere from 10 to 13 games this year. Um, let's see here. Uh, Allen says, I will. I want to post a record. I'll just say the Steelers will finish behind the Patriots and the Chiefs and the AFC, so they'd be playing in the wild card game, according to that. Um, Mark says, Jeff, do you know of any other NFL teams that podcast websites and fan media such as this show like the Steelers do? Well, I can say that every single NFL blog website for SB Nation and Vox Media has a podcast platform. That does not mean that they all live stream on YouTube like we do. I would say that we are actually one of the few websites that have a live and active YouTube channel and also a live active podcast platform. And we are a, a one of the few sites that will live stream because a lot of people are not comfortable doing live audio. They want to be able to take the audio. If they make a mistake, they want to splice it. This is live. This is me in my dining room with a bland background talking about the Steelers with those that love the Steelers like I love the Steelers for over 30 minutes. And when it's the Steelers preview or when it's the standard is a standard or the Steelers hangover or when it's Dave on the Steelers stat geek or Lance on, yeah, I said it, all of us are going straight up live. If we make a mistake, like I think it was last week um, or this Sunday, the standard is a standard. My youngest daughter started crying in the background. Hey, this is live. And so a lot of people aren't comfortable with that. We do. We're fine. We're, we're, we're going to roll with it. We find that I think the audio is good, and we rip it all over onto our podcast platform. So I don't know if all the other teams have um, – podcasts that are on YouTube, but you can check out their podcast platforms for sure just by searching the site name, their SB Nation site name. Uh, Sabrina says, what uh, do you all think about Artie Burns? He's looking really good. Like I've said before, Sabrina, this is a situation where if Artie Burns can have a bounce back season, it is the best case scenario for the Steelers. What I'm saying is that if they were going to trade him, his trade stock would be higher. If they want to keep him, he would be a very good insurance policy with really good, um, with a good experience under his belt to step in for whether it's Steven Nelson or Joe Hayden. Um, if, if Artie Burns tanks, that's not good news. That makes their defensive backfield depth a lot less. You're relying more on Cameron Sutton, who they want to utilize in some of their sub packages as a nickel cornerback. So keep that in the back of your mind as well. D Wallace is Joe's to our best corner and he doesn't get picked on much. Teams usually throw the other side. He drops a lot of picks also. Hopefully that is a change. Hopefully that's a change. Okay. Would you choose so your BSG 74? Would you choose Hargrave over signing Hayden? Not right now. And I kind of said that earlier. He is on a rookie deal. I am not going to touch his contract until the end of the league year. And as Lance Williams says, Hargrave will be an un unrestricted free agent. I know, but not until the new league year starts in March. Up until then, I have the rights to him and I'm going to get a deal done. Now, this is a, you're betting on Hargrave's betting on himself. If he goes out and gets seven or eight sacks and that's comp coupled with the six and a half he had last season in 2018, the Sears are going to pay him, period. The Steelers are going to have to pay him. So um, 
I think I, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna as a businessman here. If I'm putting myself in Omar Khan and Kevin Colbert and Art Rooney the second shoes, I'm not touching those rookie deals because they're cheap and I want to save money. That's just me though. Uh, Kevin DeBoss asks Jeff, do you think that Devin Bush will have a rookie of the year type season? Well, I'm really anxious to see what he does in week three. Not so much that the Tennessee Titans are some great litmus test, but also that. It's one of those things where I can see him making enough plays and the way he's so athletic and fast that he's going to get a lot of attention. You get a lot of attention, you're going to have your name in the hat for some of those rookie or the end of the year awards. I actually do think he has a really good chance to have a rookie of the year type season, but there's going to be some other defensive rookies to keep an eye on as well. Cree says, my wife wants me to tell you that I get absorbed when you are on. <laughs> hey, I'm glad you're watching, man. I'm glad you're watching. So, um, Lance, in regards to Hargrave, says if he plays well, he'll get paid. That's what I just said. But as an owner, I'm gonna I'm gonna gamble on that. That's fine because remember we have all that cap space from Brown, Mister Third and Fifth, going off the books. We're gonna be smart about it. I would give him one of those team friendly deals in the upfront. I'd make him happy. He has to prove to me that he's not a part time player too. So this year, I'd have to talk to the coaching staff and say, look, hey, this Hargrave guy, kids, he's producing a lot, but at the same time. He's not even playing all the time. What's the deal here? What, what are you trying to do? I want to see how they utilize Javon Hargrave this year. Okay. Uh, let's see here. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Let's see here. Uh, a lot of people are chiming in. All right, so Steel, gun and play, I guess. Can you confirm the Steelers missed the playoffs mostly because of Boswell, then Bell missing his season? You know, I you bring up Le'Veon Bell, or as we call him on the show, butt naked and robbed. Um, it's one of the situations where I can't stand how the mainstream media, I, I really can't stand it, how... They always refer to, the, oh, the Steelers are going to be without Bell and Brown in 2019. They didn't have Bell in 2018. Wake up. And, geez, I mean, James Conner had a, a Pro Bowl season, and they're still thinking like, oh, the Steelers, what are the Steelers going to do without Le'Veon Bell? The same thing they did in 2018 without Le'Veon Bell, and that was put an all a, a, a Pro Bowl running back on the football field. I'm glad you brought him up because that's something that kind of sticks in my craw a little bit. So I'm glad you said that. Um, and a lot of people now are talking about the quarterback matchup, or I guess you want to call it a matchup uh, between uh, Mason Rudolph and Joshua Dobbs. That's going to be a very, very interesting battle to watch as we get onto the final two games. If I had to say who's neck and neck, Mason Rudolph's just a little bit ahead. I'm a big Mason Rudolph fan, and I would love to say that he's got that locked up. I don't think he does yet. I don't think he does yet. Not yet. Okay. So um, let's see here. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get caught up, people. You guys are having. You guys are active. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, it's here. 
uh, Allen says, Jeff, do you see the Steelers picking up or trading for a tight end? Yes, I do. If you're going to say which tight end, I have no clue. I really don't. I don't know what other teams might be uh, shopping their tight ends. I don't have any idea what other tight ends might be released. I'm not looking for another Vance McDonald. What I'm looking for is another Matt Spath. Think about him. He's a tremendous blocker. He, he could catch the ball from time to time. They didn't want him to do that. I want a guy that can go out and block, and it can, as an option, has have him as an option in the passing game, but not as, as a necessity. Kevin DeBoss says, Vance is going to have a big season. What do you think, Jeff? Uh, I think he could if he stays healthy. If he stays healthy, that's a big if. We'll see. Um, Reginald says, I'm not impressed with Anthony Ciccolo. Why not cut him? What has he done during the preseason? Well, he has been in, he was injured last game. They like him on special teams. They like him as depth. He knows the defense and he's on the cheap. Uh, you could cut him, but at the same time, you're not going to save a lot of money. And so if you're going to give him that contract, most of the time the Steelers will honor that contract. All right. So, um, there you go. Michael Laney says the best starters versus starters this Sunday night, week three Steelers Titans. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, it's it's one of those situations where I always say, you know, you always talk about, hey, uh, it's the final dress rehearsal, whatever you want to call it, week three. It's really tough. It's really tough to kind of wrap your head around. I say that Roethlisberger might play a quarter. And after that, some other starters might linger. Like you might see Alejandro Villanueva, a couple other offensive linemen play the first half. You might see the defense play a first half. It's really tough. Uh, it's really been tough to see exactly what's going on uh, with that. So here we go. Uh, let's see here. Jeff, do you think this is going to be the best all-around Steelers D we've seen in a long time? <laughs> That's tough to say. I like the defense back when William Gay was still on the team. Um, Ryan Chazier was still healthy. Vince Williams was a young, younger player. Um, James Harrison had come back. I thought that was a pretty good defense, to be totally honest with you. I do think this defense has the capabilities of being better, but at the same time, I'm not ready to say that just yet. Okay, here we go. $5 from Snowman puts it in the tip jar. We appreciate it. Do you think the Steelers will pick up a different punter? Oof. That's something that Dave Schofield put in our 53-man roster prediction, I believe, last week and said, hey, I don't think there are punters on the roster right now. Neither of the punters, that's Ian Berryman and Jordan Berry, are impressing me. And so if they had, there's a punter out there, yeah, why not? Hey, give them a shot. It can't be any worse, right? And that's my thing. So let's see here. Um, I missed one. Here we go. Kevin DeBoss says, Benny Snell, thoughts? This is a tough one for me because, honestly, I was one of those things. I was one of those people that when I did my winners and losers column after the first week, I had them in my losers column. I was very disappointed. It's one of those situations where a lot of people say, ah, you know, it's he's a rookie. He's not playing behind a good line. I remember when James Conner was a rookie. I remember when Le'Veon Bell was a rookie. I remember when all these players – or rookies, and they never looked that slow and that ineffective uh, than as, as similar to Benny Snell. So I'm not saying he's done. I think he still makes the team. He's got as one of Lance's P's, pay pedigree, 
And pedigree, obviously, is the one I'm talking about. So I think he'll be fine. But at the same time, they, they need him to lose some weight. They need him to get some speed. And all the, everything else will take take care of itself. But as Felicia says, he's looked good on special teams. What does that mean? He's probably going to make the team. So there you have that. All right, we're going to have a couple more questions. Um or comments, I should say, uh, until we actually get this show over with. Let's find a good ending point. All right, here we go. Uh, Andre says, ESPN has reported that Kevin Colbert put himself in the hot seat by not signing a new contract. Do I agree with that? I don't agree with that. Uh, I think that Kevin Colbert realizes that maybe he's not all sold on staying for two or three more years. I don't think it's a hot seat situation. I think it's more him realizing that maybe he doesn't want to be a general manager until he's 70 something. He's 62 now, I believe maybe he wants to retire. Maybe he wants to spend the second half of his life doing something other than stressing out about an NFL team, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Ali said, we should all love the young studs. We have a quarterback and running back, watch them get groomed for years to come. That is something that is new Recently, outside of the offensive line, the Steelers are a pretty young football team. They're a young, up-and-coming football team. And yeah, quarterback is a position of age, but other than that, they should be a fun team to watch. That's all I'm saying. Fun team to watch. That's what I love. I love when you get those Steelers teams that they might not be the best, they might not be the most talented, but they've got grit, They've got determination. They've got all those characteristics that most people think when they talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's what I like. And I think this 2019 team is going to be the same way. Isaac throws $10 in the tip jar. He says, I'm a lot more confident in the backup quarterback if Ben goes down. really think Mason Rudolph can do well. And I won't be saying crap Jones is crap. Jones is starting. We're screwed. I think Mason Rudolph has shown he's capable. Here's a couple things I've noticed different about Mason Rudolph, whereas I don't see a lot of changes in Joshua Dobbs from year two to year three. Mason Rudolph from year one to year two. Here's what I see. He's got better footwork. He has better pocket mobility. He seems to be more agile and faster. Uh, coming out of Oklahoma State, they, a lot of people said that he was essentially a statue in the backfield. I don't see that now. He looks to have more Ben Roethlisberger type uh, elusiveness in the pocket. His arm strength has gotten better. Go back and watch the pass that he threw on third down. I want to say it was third down and 11 to James Washington over the middle. That ball was a dart. And that was another thing that was a cut on him coming out of college is that he doesn't have good arm strength. He has worked on this stuff. He looks better. He looks more precise with his route reading and, and his anticipation of where players should be. He understands things better. People, you know, people would always say, you know, oh, last year, uh, I mean, Mason Rudolph, he struggled under center. He never played under center. And so people were citing this as a reason why the kid was awful. Go back and watch last year, game to game. Tell me how many times Ben Roethlisberger is under center a game on average. I would say maybe seven to 10 snaps a game. That's it. That's it. So Snowman says I have a man crush on Mason Rudolph. And while that might be true, Snowman, I'm trying to look at this from a straight up and down, not skewing anything one way or the other. Joshua Dobbs has, in my opinion, he looks like the same quarterback as last year. He's going to use his legs when he needs to. He obviously um, 
is going to have a big arm, but he lacks accuracy a lot of times. He's going to understand the playbook. He's going to understand where to go. Uh, but at the same time, he still has that tangible that makes him someone you want to keep around. So we'll see. Um, let's see here. Ali says, hey, let's calm down the Mason Rudolph stuff until Mason Rudolph had success against a first-team defense, which some might say he did last week, although I guess maybe the Chiefs had started to take out some of their starters before his touchdown drive. We'll see uh, how he does. It'll be really interesting to see who gets to start after Ben Roethlisberger leaves the game. My guess is it's Joshua Dobbs because they typically alternate from one to the other. So Joshua Dobbs started week one. Mason Rudolph started week two. It'll go back to week three when Ben leaves. Dobbs goes in. That's my guess. So we'll see how that pans out. Okay. Great show, everybody. Really appreciate all the time and effort for those who were in the live chat. I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope that you understand that we are a really good little community in here. I know that there has actually been some people that have listened on podcast form that have gone onto YouTube and created a you know a Gmail account or a YouTube account, subscribed to our channel, and came and watched just because they heard so much about the live chat on our podcast. So with that said, you know if you're in the live chat, we really appreciate all the, the time that you spend watching us live. Um, obviously, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. We're averaging like 10, 11 articles a day. So if you love intricate details, film breakdowns, all that stuff, breaking news. We have it for you there at bindthestillcurtain.com. Remember, follow us on YouTube, search BTSC Steelers Radio. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss a show. People always say it. Jeff, I wish you guys had a schedule. So do I. But stuff happens, and you don't know with the schedule changing and things like that. If you subscribe to the channel, you have your notifications on your phone. Obviously, you will be able to go out, and you'll be able to always get a notification whenever we go live, whether it's at 8.30, 5.30, 10.30 Eastern Time. You'll know it. So follow us on YouTube, and obviously, anywhere you get your podcasts, find us. Behind the Steel Curtain, SB Nation, NFL, Steelers. And as Lance always says, and as David Spicer reminds us, tune in. Tell a friend and subscribe. We'll see you next week for another episode of Steelers Burning Question. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.